Good morning, everyone. I don't know. Wake up, get a shower, get a breakfast, get your anime body pillow. I don't know what you want, what motivates you, and get ready for a new week, new study load, and a new episode <laughs> of Monday Morning Motivation. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for the body pillow if someone actually <laughs> gets offended from it. Or if someone but has it, one, we totally respect it. Exactly. I mean, maybe that that's the that's the thing that motivates you. I mean, we're not judging here, people. <laughs> we, we don't judge. It's all you. about happiness. Yes. But yeah, wake up and be ready for a new episode because you're about to get motivated as usual. Today we have a guest and first of all, how are you Nathan? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, May? I'm all right. Thank well, you. Well, I've Thank been you. having uh like I'm going through exams right now, but uh. we're still going strong. We're still making this happen. Exactly. It's all gonna go. Yeah, nothing will stop us. None, not not even exams, because that's that's the point of this of the show. To be honest, like to be motivated and be ready for the exams. Yeah, I okay. think I'm gonna be more likely to pass hmm. if I do this. True. True. <laughs> I mean, really, the <laughs> podcast gives me energy. <laughs> True, actually, this, this thing this thing makes you more motivated and more energetic mm-hmm. in the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. True. Anyways, today we have our second guest, everyone. Mm-hmm. Nathan, she one of the honors. Okay. Well. Uh, actually, I have an intro about the interview. Oh, okay. So, anyways, <laughs> this guy, this guy just keeps making these surprise yeah, introductions. Okay. Look, <laughs> I'm really bad at structuring stuff. But basically, what I wanted to say is, um, for starters, I wanted to say what I don't want to talk about during this podcast. Okay. People say a lot what they want. To, no, no. Here's what I don't want to talk about because I want to build upon the last podcast. And uh, the last podcast was a lot about finding your own way, about listening to yourself. It was about uh, doing the right thing for you in your life and realizing if you are on the right track to make yourself happy on the long term. He means the last interview podcast, that's episode two, throwback oh, yeah. to episode two. That's true, throwback to episode two with Ruch yeah. Kapoor, which was great, listen to mm-hmm. it. But anyways. If um, you haven't, then go right now and then you'll come back. Yes. There's, there's lore to catch up, guys. You have to keep up with the lore. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there is lore. Okay, so uh, that was before. That was the last interview. Now I want to talk about, um, more specifically, how should you be motivated to study? I think that's a very personal thing because, you know, I know all my friends and um, I know they study. I know they do all of that. But I, mm-hmm. I even when we work together, I don't really see like how they're doing it what they think of it, uh, how they see it, how they approach a problem, essentially, uh, themselves, how they approach the problem of learning. Yeah, true. So, mm-hmm. I, like, I feel like people don't talk about it much. They give tips and stuff, but they don't. It's hard to talk about how you realize the act of learning. That's that. That's actually true. I think a lot of people will, will agree with us. It's, mm-hmm. it's something like you you listen to our second podcast. You're like, oh, okay, now I know everything. But no, you need to, if you're here right now, then mm-hmm. trust me, you've made your first step of actually breaking through this barrier of like, yeah, I, I just thought about my life. Yes, I know what I'm doing right. But <laughs> you need to also think about how you're doing it as yeah. well. Yeah, it's there, very there are way many There are way too much things you need to consider before actually, you know, realize that, like, thinking to yourself that, yeah, I'm... Um, I know everything. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff <laughs> to especially think when about. It comes to studying and like being motivated and shit. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff to think about before you're actually conscious about studying. Yep. But um, um, anyways, going back to the intro. Um, yes. Um, uh, part of it is also the difference between work and study, because w- especially when it comes to motivation, people work. They have people who have expectations of them. Their boss, their colleagues. Uh huh. It's a very different environment. But when it comes to study. Uh, that's why as well um, 
that's why it's it's a pretty dark topic that that is as we said hard to talk about and hard mm-hmm. to vocalize um but i think i hope at least we hope so that today's podcast will help you clear out those um questions in your mind if you have any mm-hmm. and if you don't then you'll get a couple and then get the solutions with them as well you'll exactly know things so we're talking about your study paper is in front of you what do you mentally do to get into it so True. um along with that question comes yes. Lise Lotte. Um, she's got an amazing life story. She's from uh-huh. Saudi Arabia, grew up there, and then Abu Dhabi. She's not from there, but she, she grew up in Saudi Arabia, Abu uh-huh. Dhabi, then the Netherlands. Um, I'm probably yeah, forgetting uh-huh. something. She has <laughs> two bachelor degrees, um, if I'm not mistaken, and three master's degrees. Uh, um, I, th- I, th- I don't think there's more needed to say, to be mm-hmm. honest. Liz Lotte, she's hello. been through it all. Can you hear us? She's now yeah. doing a big career change at TU Delft, top, techni- uh-huh. top technical university at Netherlands, and uh, someone who still impresses me with her work. So, yeah, like you said, May, how are you, Lizotte? How Thank are you, you for joining I'm us. I'm good. How are you? We're great. Oh, we're great. Are you ready to be motivated and help us and the listeners to be motivated mm-hmm. as well? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Great. <laughs> okay, so um, let's move on with to the question. Or actually, yes. do you... Do you have anything to say uh, about yourself? Like, w- was I wrong about something? Did I forget something? Yeah, um, something important that he missed, maybe. No, you are completely correct. I'm from the Netherlands. Um, I have been studying law and business before, so have two bachelor degrees in law and one in business. And during my business bachelor's, I did four master degrees as well in law. Then I went to to work at PwC, one of the big accounting firms around the world. And yes, now I'm studying computer science and engineering. Okay, so actually the first question that comes to mind, beyond the ones that we had planned, is just um, how? how? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How? (laughs) That is so much. Yes, well, I think that's a good question, um, which I'm still sometimes um, wondering myself as well. Um, I studied, uh, I started studying law, and um, it just somehow came very naturally to me. Mm-hmm. I um, I soon kind of figured out how the um, professors uh, made their exams, what kind of tricks you have to learn mm. to, to do the exams. Mm-hmm. Um, and soon enough, I had a lot of free time on the side, but just not enough free time to actually do an internship, which often had at least um, 20 or more hours um, mm-hmm. they expected of you. So I figured, well, then just why not do an extra studies on the side? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so you cool. just joined multiple studies. So yes. uh, actually, yeah. uh, tell me what the, like, did you do three master's degrees at the same time or something like that? Um, yeah, so, well, I... Um, yes. I yes, okay. After <laughs> 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 okay, wow. finishing my two uh, law bachelors, I, mm-hmm. um, because I was raised abroad, like you said before, in yeah. Saudi Arabia and Thailand and Australia, I wanted to do something more internationally than just only Dutch law. So um, I actually oh. talked to my dad, who was still abroad, and um, he said, well, why don't you study international business? Because um, that's a job you could do anywhere. So I took on another bachelor's in business, um, but had still a lot of free time on the side. So I first did one law de- uh, law master's on the side and kind of expected it to take two years. But um, in the end, I finished it in, in one year. 
And so in my second year of business, wow. I was like, well, now I have a lot of free time. What should I do next? And then I figured, <laughs> well, why not do a second master's degree in law? But there were two master's degrees I really wanted to do, one in financial law and one in international taxation. And I just couldn't make up my mind. So my mom said, well, why don't you do both? And then after a month, decide which one you want to drop. But I just really <laughs> so wow. I continued, but it was at three uh -huh. different universities, right? So um, I was doing um, business at the Erasmus University in Rotterdam. Mm -hmm. And one of my master degrees was in Tilburg, which is like in the south of the Netherlands. And one was at the University of Leiden. So every day I had to drive to Tilburg in the morning. And then my lectures would be in Leiden in the evening. So then in the afternoon, I would drive um, to Leiden for the lectures there. And then I would kind of watch my lectures online at the university in Rotterdam. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Well, um, that, that's, okay. that is a lot. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good guess, huh? That, that's, that's <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> okay, so what I'm getting from this is that it, part of it was actually um, being really smart about it and, and um, looking very pragmatically at the structure of like, uh, what is an exam like? What do I pragmatically need to learn specifically to pass uh, this exam? Is that how it went for you? Definitely. Um, I think my biggest mistake in the bachelor's in of law um, mm -hmm. in the beginning was not looking at enough example exams, like previous exams. And um, oftentimes I would um, do the exam and then at the end, like everybody walked out of the exam room and people were like, oh, this looks really familiar. Like this was from the previous exam. Yeah. And every time I was like, oh, bummer, I forgot to look at the, the previous exams. And so getting further into the, the um, studies, I realized previous exams are like a very big contribution to um, doing well on your exam. That's true. Mm -hmm. the, thing, the only thing is, though, that I really like to get more um, information, like study more than only the exam. Because, I mean, you can do an exam really well, but if that's your only thing you can do, like you actually really want to get the knowledge as well because mm -hmm. yeah. doing the exam well doesn't automatically mean you actually have the knowledge you Sadly. need for yeah. the whole Yeah. I think that's one of the one of the reasons that a lot of students don't really see the, uh, don't really see the picture because in their minds they just want to pass the exam. Mm -hmm. They don't really exactly. want to get like the knowledge. They want to pass the exam, get the grade, get the job and you know start working. But mm -hmm. what they're exactly. gonna do, what they're gonna learn, they don't really know. They oh, have no, exactly. no idea. Yeah. Yeah, there's exactly. a, yeah, because that's one main motivation actually of studying is that you think about what's going to be next. True. And then yeah. when a course is so disconnected from what you might do next, mm -hmm. and when you when yeah. all your all there is in your mind is just a good grade with mm -hmm. not really realizing like what what you're actually studying, then it's like why am I here? Yeah. Maybe that's that's, exactly. that's that's one of the problems, yeah. And I think that's that's amazing to actually have that in your mind while doing like two three degrees. It's it's mm -hmm. just I don't know. Some someone can even call it unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that was unexpected. Not yeah. gonna lie. Well, um, let's move on to the actual questions. Then. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, basically, I think the first question is kind of answered because what I wanted to ask with it basically is that um uh <laughs> it's not even valid anymore i was going to ask when you join tu delft and you've got this big study which has um not that much to do with what you've done before 
uh, which is actually the first time you do something scientific, kind of scientific. And, um, and, and, uh, and because it's so much, I'm wondering, um, it must seem like a wall of knowledge that you have to somehow climb over when you join TU Delft. So I'm wondering, oh, I think how do you think of it yourself? I think that's a very valid question, though. I mean, um, like I said, um, law and business just came very naturally to me. I soon realized the tricks of doing the exams and what I needed to know um, knowledge-wise to get further um, in a law career. Um, so I, I, so I'm a, a single mom, and during my pregnancy, I realized that the career I was doing um, didn't really suit me. So um, I started looking at further studies, what I really, really wanted to do in life. And I came across computer science and engineering. Mm -hmm. And I figured, well, I've studied so much before. I know all the tricks. I know how to study. So why not just take on the studies um, besides being a mom and having a full-time job? Mm -hmm. So I remember my first month at TU Delft, I went to one of the study counselors and I said, well, I've studied before. Um, do I really need to do the mentor sessions we have? which are normally compulsory. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, no, because you know how to study because you already have so many <laughs> degrees. Yeah. So yeah. now you don't need to do the mentor. Um, and um, I figured, well, I know the tricks and, uh, and how to study, so I can kind of chill. <laughs> yeah. And um, computer science and engineering is just not comparable at all. It was so overwhelming. Uh, yeah. Like all the study methods I've, been teaching myself all along just had no use whatsoever for wow. computer science it's a completely mm. different field so yes it was very overwhelming and um i really needed it to adjust and adapt myself mm. uh, accordingly mm. that's interesting, interesting because yeah. you're someone who has a lot of experience in developing their own uh way of studying actually and now you're confronted to something completely different so um Uh, well, how was it like uh how, how did you feel like in the beginning how how did you uh, you know fight this during the beginning because when you what did yeah when what you started did you using it you can see that you, it's 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 not really working for you so what 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 went on in your mind at that time mm -hmm. <laughs> complete shock i mean by the time oh. i realized <laughs> that my study methods weren't um suitable for computer science and engineering mm -hmm. i was probably about four weeks into the program and four weeks of computer science and engineering Being behind four weeks is is a lot. Yeah. So um, I decided to um, really focus on two of the three courses at the time um, and just do them well. Right. Um, mm. And um, I think that was the biggest motivation for me to at least do three or two really well um, to kind of overcome the hurdles and uh, tackle my my biggest fear of not passing any course and <laughs> yeah. i think the, um if you really focus on on less but better that's really motivating if you actually then pass the course because then you just feel mm. like you've you've really um well tackled your biggest fear yeah yeah that's true oh that's good yeah that's mm -hmm. good because it's actually i get the idea that like it's about identifying your fears and then just finding a solution to it, finding a way to um, push it to the side. Exactly. And that motivates yeah. you so much. Like, um, yeah. Oh. yeah, we see fear as a as barrier. Yeah, a barrier to motivation. 
Yes, but sometimes you need a little bit of fear. I mean, not too much, but just just a little. Because um, yeah. if you can overcome the fear, then then you've accomplished so much for yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. You can, you can quote the rise of the dark night when you jumped <laughs> through the ledge without <laughs> the rope. Yeah, I just I just love to make re uh, like dumb references. I don't even remember that one. <laughs> well, you have not. You don't remember that when uh, he climbed out of the pit. He uh, the last try oh. he he decided to take off the rope because like let the fear guide yeah. you. So it's it's the same. Oh yeah. He was he was like yeah I'm not scared of dying. Like yeah that's your problem. You have that's to be true. afraid of dying. That's true. The human body um, can be pushed to more extremes when you use emotions right yeah when you when you, you use like fear right but yeah, yeah. i'm uh, oh, sorry, for the, <laughs> sorry for the <laughs> no reference uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. well it's uh, an yeah. interesting idea mm -hmm. but then but then uh about the studying i want to ask like uh, go more specifically into the studying process because a lot of students you know like uh they have these uh th these days when they don't feel like studying right when you sit down you want to do something but at the same time you're like I don't I don't feel like it. I'm I'm not in the mood. I don't want this and blah blah blah. And a lot of excuses, a lot of things, they might even overwhelm you enough that you just lose all motivation for that time. Which also happens to everyone that you have moments where you're like, I don't feel like exactly. working. God. Uh -huh. And especially in case of like students when you're like just starting and like especially in your case when you've done like several degrees at the same time, I can imagine like how how hard it would be to, you know, get like to decide what to do and to be motivated to do all of them at the same time so how did you how did you fight those uh those problems how did you did you have any moments of that like not feeling like studying not uh, really being in the mood for doing anything and how did you overcome it oh definitely i think we all have those days yeah. um i can definitely relate to that um it's it's very easy to get distracted especially now with um social media and youtube and um, mm -hmm. just basically anything and it's it's very yeah. difficult to actually get yourself to do something you really have to do um i sometimes also think there is so much information overload that it's just really overwhelming that's true um, there's that's so a much real thing. information that you just don't know when to stop or where to even start and that idea itself mm -hmm. is so frightening that i i tend to procrastinate just because I fear of not achieving anything. Exactly, I get um, the same. Which kind of makes it like a vicious circle. Um, to be honest, when I started law, um, social media barely existed. I mean, I'm talking about 20, uh, 2007. Yeah. So at the time it was, I mean, we had Facebook, but not like it's today. Um, mm -hmm. So at the time it was less of an issue. Uh, nowadays I really, um, lean on really simple tricks actually i found some channels on youtube where um people stream themselves studying using oh, the yeah. pomodoro technique mm -hmm. and it's just really motivating seeing somebody else like on one of your screens studying because oh um, it kind of feels like it's live that they can see you as well uh -huh. and That's it really, really helps me Viewing other people uh -huh. studying because um, I feel uh -huh. bad if I don't study because I see the other person. <laughs> <studying>. <laughs> that's using <laughs> empathy to your advantage. Oh, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's true. And actually, huh. um, I remember something that I know, which is um, there's this. Okay, so there's this whole community on Instagram which is called Studygram. It's hashtag Studygram, and um, they made a Discord server based on it. And the idea is that people all get into the voice chat. They um, they turn on their webcams and they just put it on themselves studying. And hmm. so um, it, it's exactly the same thing, except it's actually in live real time. And there's so many people on it that uh, there's always going to be someone who's studying. 
uh, on video. So then you just join and uh, yeah, you're in the mood for it. Exactly. Well, I, I haven't heard of Rowan, but it sounds really cool. And I think it's just, um, it inspires me to do the same because the, the, the biggest problem is actually getting started, actually starting. Yeah. Once you're in like the rhythm, once you're actually doing something, yeah, it's a lot easier, but just really sitting down and getting started. I think that's the biggest hurdle for most people. Yeah. So as long as you see somebody else already who has already overcome that hurdle, it, mm-hmm. it feels better <laughs> to do the same. Oh yeah. So like just really, um, if I'm really down, then I watch motivational um, videos or quotes. Oh, I get that um, sometimes. Yeah. Really, really <laughs> inspiring as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to not only do like the the well kind of boring mandatory reading, try to use different yeah. um, information, different content. Maybe watch somebody who's done a, a video explaining the the, um, the concepts in more mm-hmm. like a colorful, nice beginner oh, yeah, friendly. Yeah. Of um, just to get yourself into what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. I think there's so much work to be done in the fields of education in terms of making the content clear. When you think exactly. about, yeah, you think, do you know about three blue, one brown, for instance? Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah. So he's, he's, he's excellent. He's, he's great. Yeah. yeah. And uh, well, for those who don't know. YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> I love for it. For teaching uh, maths, linear algebra. We used Especially it for linear, linear algebra. algebra, yeah. But yeah, uh, so for the listeners who don't know, 3BlueOneBrown is, uh, is a YouTube channel of a guy who's trying to um, completely visualize um, maths, um, maths concepts. So imagine, well, for, those, uh, for the listeners who, know, uh, who study maths, uh, or for a- anyone actually, because if you go to if you go to university, you've seen vectors before. Um, what this YouTuber tries to do is it actually shows you the vectors on the screen, and you see them move as it does the operations, and you see exactly uh, if you do one vector plus the other vector, what exactly does it do, and you see it in real time. Um, yeah, so uh, it's true that when you're just looking at a textbook, and it's literally a book of text. Yeah, it's uh, you just read everything, but you don't really visualize what's going on. Yeah, you're exactly. gonna you're gonna try to read it. You're not gonna process it anymore. You'll have to read the page again. Um, really, it's about identifying um, when you when you get that blocker, mm-hmm. that kind of block that you realize that um, that you're not learning anymore. You're just staring at words. Yeah, change the paradigm. Look for exactly. something else. YouTube it. Google it. Find three different explanations of it, and then you'll get it. Mm-hmm. I can, exactly. I can actually yes, say the exactly. same thing because I found I had like a uh, there was a YouTube channel called uh, the Finance Storyteller or something Story oh, really? Time. I learned so much about finance in one day. Dude, I learned half. I learned half of the material required for the exam in a single day. And Which exam? It was for finance. 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 Right. In yeah. one day, I learned half of it. And I was I was surprised that I can actually understand that it's so simple and so so interesting. Yeah. I was, the, the, his videos made it so engaging to actually watch. And then you watch, the, you see the application, you see everything simplified and uh, under, uh, like explained to you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. So this is it? This is what I was so scared of. This is yeah. what was actually confusing me for so long. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> why? <laughs> 
yeah so yeah. i think it's a good yeah i think yeah it's, it's a really great idea oh god yeah sometimes i just spend so much time trying to understand a concept yeah and then someone <laughs> explains it right and i'm like why did i spend so much time true. trying <laughs> yeah Correct. that's so true yeah mm -hmm. and, and really look for engaging active um content that really yeah. makes you get that wow factor because that's so rewarding as well mm -hmm. it's very personal as well everyone yes. has a different way of understanding something it, it is it is so it, like you said experiment with what suits you and look for three different kinds of explanations mm -hmm. and combine those and see what works for you mm -hmm. that's a good idea um moving on then um uh, a bit above the practical ideas i wonder because uh motivation is actually a really deep thing and um on on one hand you can look at it as energy Uh, the energy that you would have to to put into some work, to put into learning, uh, to put into uh, finishing an assignment. But mm -hmm. above that level of the practicality and just your hormones in your brain, um, I think a lot of people feel um, purposeless in their studies. And they don't, uh, especially like in some cases, it would be because the exam is not like, Uh, what they want to do after the bachelor, but um, and just the fact that you can't make one education that fits everyone. But um, above that, there's more of an uh, there's more of a question as nihilism develops in modern society. There's a question of what is this all for, and uh, and uh, so when you're studying, you're wondering what is this for. Part of the answer is to say that it's for my career, it's for what's going on after. But some people don't get motivated by um, these long-term ideas of the future. It just seems too uh, far away from them, uh, especially myself. Sometimes I wonder, um, sometimes I feel like uh, if this is not interesting to me now, then why am I doing this? And um, even though I know that I'm studying the right thing and I'm studying something I love, And I feel that every time I do something I love in the in, in my study. But a lot of the time, I just wonder, like, what is the purpose of studying? What is the purpose of learning, actually? So I'm wondering what your unique point of view is on this. What do you think learning is f good for uh, mm -hmm. beyond the stuff in the future? Just right now, what does it do that's, that's for you? I think that's a very interesting question. I um, I always used to joke that studying is my hobby because I've been studying so much. But um, I mean, it's not really. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I don't like preparing for exams. Um, oh. What I just really do like is um, I really enjoy learning new concepts, understanding oh. things that at first seem too difficult to me. Mm -hmm. I feel too stupid to even understand it. Um, <laughs> and it's really motivating if you can accomplish something that first seems too daunting yeah um and i also think it's just a great way to train the brain to deal with new information mm -hmm. i mean um any career these days would have lifelong learning um, yeah so if you train your brain and yourself to quickly grasp new material yeah um then that's like a very valuable uh, skill to have okay So, um mm -hmm. yeah sorry what oh i was gonna say um what i'm getting from this is that you see this as um sort of a performance enhancer that it's it's 
learning is a tool for you to develop your skill to learn. Yeah, I mean, yes, I think so. And I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I haven't studied medicine, um, so mm. I'm not quite sure how like the brain completely works. But I think yeah. the more you use your brain, like the, the better the connections become and the more you can eventually do. Yeah. So, um, so I've always kind of seen it as um, stimulating my brain to, to keep being active mm -hmm. and therefore accomplish more and more in the future. Right. Like a muscle. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, just mm. exactly like a muscle. Just like um, mm. top athletes would um, keep training their muscles to to do more, and therefore yeah. it becomes stronger and better. Yeah, exactly like that. But also, other than studying, I just think it's also important to just enjoy what you're doing right now. Yeah. Um, and not only focus on just pure the studying itself. I mean, jobs change, careers change. Um, so don't only focus on what you, you're going to be doing in 10 years from now, because not everybody will stick to that plan eventually. Mm -hmm. I was on an internship in Mongolia a few years ago, yeah. and I spoke to a few people who had been in the banking business for quite some years. And oh, they said, yeah. um, I, I was still a law student at the time, so I was talking about them, how I was focused on becoming a lawyer, mm -hmm. and I only focused on that. And um and these people mid mid forties, they said, "Well, we still don't know what we are going to be doing with our lives," and that was so interesting because um, I was like, "Well, these people have been working in this field for quite some while. Surely they're enjoying what they're doing, because otherwise they wouldn't be doing this, right?" Yeah. Um, and it it inspired me to not only focus on the ultimate dream job at the moment, but also learn um, new skills and focus on other skills as well. Right. I think too many students are focused on um, wanting to work on their perfect CV. Yeah. Um, for example, like the majority of law students want to work at a legal aid society, which is like a society where people can go to to um, get free law advice. Mm -hmm. um, so the students work there for free um, and then they gain experience um, advising people um, oh, with yeah. their legal issues. Mm -hmm. So it's a great place to learn. Um, learn like what you're doing in practice but um if all the law students are are doing this on the side then it doesn't really set the law students apart anymore if they yeah. uh, they apply for a job later on mm -hmm. so why what i for instance did um was i uh, became a voluntary firefighter during my bachelor's wow. and um <laughs> <laughs> that's it's amazing just about, <laughs> yes i really enjoyed it but why did I do it? Because I wanted to challenge myself also on a different level, not only on um, studying, but also do something that sets you apart. Mm. What really, really inspires you? What like motivates you? Explore your interests and um, not only focus on the good grades and the perfect internship. What really makes you, you? Yeah. And um, I think if you're really happy doing things on the side, then the studying will be um, easy as well. Mm. Because it, it kind of, if you do more practical things on the side, then everything kind of comes together. Whatever you're learning in your studies kind of starts to make sense as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Because um, I think that goes to the idea that um, as a human being, you are not only your studies and you are not only your friends, you're yeah. not only your family. You, can, you, you are, can try so many things. You yeah. can just be 
you can try being like whatever you want like these professions are out there so you can try them it doesn't mean that you need to limit yourself to only one exactly you are exactly you are what gives meaning to your life Mm -hmm. definitely definitely and i've seen so many Mm. people make complete different career switches later on in life yeah so i think it's it's studying is also about the aspect of um keeping yourself diverse yeah um so that you can be flexible whatever you want to do later in life that's true and very often i think the people don't realize how big the job market is uh in terms of just how many different things people are doing out there how many different companies are out there yeah and if if you do what you like and even if it's really completely unrelated things like a lawyer who's doing firefighting I think you're surprised at the end to find something that would actually fit that if that's what you want to do. If you want to put them together, you never know like how they're going to come together in in your future. True. Definitely. Depending on your skills, uh, you actually, um, depending on your skills, you're actually attracting uh, people who need that to you. Exactly. Everybody is unique. Mm -hmm. And if you find your own talents and strengths, then... Yeah, if if you don't find someone who can use it, then they'll find you if you show you if you show your skill. Yeah. Oh, definitely. If you are special definitely. enough, yeah. Someone will eventually notice you if you if your talent is not is something actually useful and your your field or like what you're doing right now is something that can actually be important and useful in the future. Yeah. And there are definitely people who have the uh, who have the opportunity, who have the ability to give you the chance to show it, and I think they will be more eager to do it to do it as well because. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Surely. of course, there there is competition, but at the same mm-hmm. time, if they, if someone sees like a like huge potential in someone, they're tr- gonna try to help and get the potential out of it. Yeah, definitely. And I think too many students are worried and focused on that competition. Um, yeah. When I was studying law and when I was studying business, um, students were all really worried. Um, they had their perfect dream job. Um, they wanted to achieve, and people were really um kind of discouraging each other like oh but your grades aren't good enough and i i've oh, never yeah. come across somebody who's done a decent study who's not um brought on a really good job and the same mm-hmm. at computer science right now i see people really struggling like um oh my grades aren't good enough um how am i even going to get the internship yeah yeah trust me there there are so many jobs out there people will all end up yeah. Really well if they really want to. Yeah, I exactly. remember one of the two Delft stu- uh, teachers was like uh-huh. that as well. He was talking about the master's, yeah. future master's uh, potential of like in, in MIT or something. And he was showing the grades like, you better have grades over eights if you want to study in MIT or you want to study in Harvard. And like, wait, what? So we do need to get like higher grades. So it's all about the grades or do we actually need to, you know, study what yeah, exactly. we're supposed to do here? <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> sometimes, and uh, right now, even though I'm a master's, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Even though right now I'm a bachelor's student, I actually helped this summer to prepare uh, the assignments for a master's course. And oh. uh, I was invited to this because of, uh, because of one course that I had a particularly good grade in. So uh, the idea is like, the idea is like, even if like you focus only oh, on the courses that, that mm-hmm. really interest you and the other ones you get like passing grades, People will notice that and they're going to see that this guy is good on this. He's interested, uh, especially because he's not getting crazy grades on the other ones. Yeah. 
And so exactly. that's going to mm-hmm. define you and that's going to have, um, yeah, just people notice and people be attracted to you when, Definitely. when they that need. That sets yeah. you apart on that field, yeah. Exactly, when they need the skills that you love. Yep. And so, to be honest, I've never had important. a job interview ask for my grades. They've all um, oh, yeah. mainly focused on the firefighting because, I mean, that's something that I've really? <laughs> barely ever seen before. Wow, But, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, no, that's a lot of job pretty. interviews kind of only ask questions about like, oh, what's it like being a firefighter? So if you can have something that really interests you or huh. defines you, then that's way more important. That's really encouraging. Nathan, we're getting into lifeguards. <laughs> Let's become lifeguards. <laughs> Let's become a lifeguard. <laughs> Real life Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Would be interesting to patrol on the, uh, the beach of The Hague. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, <laughs> be sure to hang. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's those are just like I I don't I don't even know how to describe. It. I will, I honestly wasn't expecting like three degrees, children, <laughs> work, firefighting, yeah. and all that at the same time. And uh, I only w- have one one last question that I wanted to ask. Um, this concerns mainly because uh, mainly to the. Um, uh like the age let's say because you know there's a stereotype of like people studying only uh when they're like 18 19 they have to start their studies at that time right yeah but however um after uh, i'm assuming you're not not 18 anymore <laughs> <laughs> i wish i wish yeah no, so <laughs> so it's like uh it's like doing all these studies while being while being older way older uh, older than like uh, the the other your classmates in computer science or in ge- in general being older and like isn't it like a like isn't that like some kind of a barrier because most people are actually afraid of that as well they think that i'm um, 25 i'm 30 i can't do a degree anymore mm-hmm. <coughs> my life is kind of done i did everything before so now all i need to do is just live what i already have so what 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 kind of uh, like mindset did you have at that time because it's not it's kind of unique to have someone doing a degree even though like uh, they're not Uh, 18 or 19 that's that's something that's actually impressive exactly i mean uh, it's definitely not the majority i'm 31 now oh yeah um, and when i was studying law um at the time i was 18 19 i sometimes attended the evening lectures because mm. um my lectures otherwise collided like of the different um studies mm-hmm. yeah. and the evening lectures were only like for people who were actually already working full-time and oh, yeah. could join the lectures at, uh, in during the evening mm-hmm. also like police officers and stuff um studying law so for me it was like normal i guess to do another studies at a later age um mm. but i do remember like one oh, of my first yeah. days at computer science somebody came to me like oh are you a student or are you a teacher i was like i'm a student I was like you look a little older i was like oh yeah i am i was like well how old These are people. you i said well yeah you look a little i was like at the time i'm 30 and he said whoa that's so old oh, <laughs> i kind of laughed because i kind of look at the 18 19 year olds they like, said that oh, yeah they're such kids like, they are not gentlemen <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> two Delft students <laughs> I just don't feel older like I still go out partying well I mean not like now with the pandemic but before mm. I mean, yeah I, I don't feel any bit older I but see. um yeah I guess um yeah I think there's the just too much I yeah. think I'm old but um I'm definitely not the only person I um 
I think there's just too much like stereotypes on people above the age of 30, 30 to 40, because people think if you're above 30, then you're really old when you're like 30 to 40. That's like the average age. You're like you're that's literally the. Uh, you know, the middle <laughs> kind of thing. Mm. So yeah, yeah, but you're I starting to, to actually exactly work. Yeah, I uh-huh. used to think exactly the same when I was um when I was still in my teens. I was yeah. like, well, thirty, yeah. then then you're really old, and then you should have made it in your career and stuff. But yeah, um, exactly. That's why like a lot of people in their twenties are like, oh fuck, I'm I'm everything's over. Uh-huh. I uh, I didn't reach my my own company. I don't have my own company. I just work in an office. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my my life is over. I'm I'm done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have I any motivations. Work. Yeah. Good night. Wasted my two years of studies. What am I gonna do with the rest of fifty or sixty years that I'm gonna live? Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> now that we, I mean, nowadays um, we still have to work until we're like seventy, possibly seventy five. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean. Yeah. 30 is Change not even your career half. if yeah. you want to. Yeah. yeah. 30. I still have so many years to work. So um, mm-hmm. I want to do something I really want to do. Yeah. Um, other than uh, work for 50 years in the field that, um, that just doesn't interest me anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, doable. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's really great. And I think it should be an uh, mm-hmm. inspiration for a lot of people in their late 20s or early 30s who still feel like that they can study something but yeah. at the same time they're kind of scared of this thing that's the, that their life is already over it's already decided uh-huh. i really want to, I, i'm not sure if any anyone above the age of 30 listens to us but yeah. if you are and you're unsure about like to study maybe or you know get it if you don't have a job or something it's not over man it's like it's just you're, no, st- you're 30 it. you're 30 man you're just starting to you can you can just do Three degrees. <laughs> you can still do three, four degrees. <laughs> yeah. You're smart about it. Yeah. If mm-hmm. if you can actually be have the motivation, then you can actually do it. Why not? We have we just saw an example, a great example. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still impressed. So <laughs> Well um thank you a lot. Thank yeah, you a lot. It's for been like great. I think well, thank you too. If you have something yeah. to say to the listeners, mm-hmm. uh to a student who's maybe doubting whether they should keep studying or just go home and stay in their parents' basement until they're 40. <laughs> Don't ever stay in a basement because it's dark and cold in there. But um, oh, just really, really <laughs> tackle the fear and, 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 and you can accomplish so much more than, than you think. Yeah. It's, um, sometimes fear can be a friend, you know? Um, mm. Yeah. Well, just, you gotta just do it. Yeah. yeah. Become yeah. friends with your fear. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's, that's actually great. That's a great advice for everyone. Become friends with your with your fears. Yeah. Anyway, thank you a lot for for yeah. accepting the invitation. Thanks a lot. It's a, it was thank a great you interview. Too. Great thank podcast. You. Have a great Bye-bye. day. Have a great you day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. These are for everyone. <sighs> that was that was actually impressive. Yeah. I gotta say. And I I want I want to say something. We need to make a separate episode. For the dark night, <laughs> for the fears. Yes, <laughs> the dark night. We got we're, we're gonna make strong it. analysis of, of how of the man got out of the pit. 
No, 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 no. The not pit only. is a metaphor for the university. Listen, listen. That's, it's not only about that. It's not only about that because in the first episode, I, I don't know if you've ever watched the trilogy, but like in the first movie, right? He he's fighting to conquer his fears. Yeah. So at the end, he's like, "I'm not scared of time because he he's about to join the League of Shadows." So he's <laughs> like, "I'm not yeah. afraid of I dying. I have nothing to lose." Yeah. And so I'm like, "I'm I'm untouchable." Yeah. But at the third episode, third uh, movie in the of the trilogy. The the baby was like, yeah, you do have a lot to lose. It's your whole city that you're fighting. You think you don't. You think you have conquered death and you're not scared of it. But you know, you that just doesn't mean you don't have it. You're fighting for your city. You have a lot to lose, and that's uh-huh. why like you need to you need to have that small fear or something in your inside of you, not to you know push you back, but instead to push you forward. Yeah, it shouldn't be blocking your vision, but it should allow you to reach the point where you can actually conquer conquer something like that's like true. what you what you're struggling with let's say that's true in and this I case climbing a pit and we can yeah mm-hmm. we can make a metaphor saying that the, the, the pit is the university and the exams are the the uh, the things that, that he jumps on and yeah i mean a, yeah the thing is people watch that movie and they actually relate yeah so like there's something real about that pit and something metaphorical of course mm-hmm. and uh i think that's a great point uh, especially when you said the story about how uh, in the beginning he thinks he has nothing to lose and that kind of stuff. I yeah, think because he he learn he thinks that he has conquered death. And yeah. when, you, when you conquer like your fear of death, when you conquer like the fear that you, there is nothing you you can lose and yeah. you're you're just untouchable, you realize that 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 actually doesn't really work because without fear, without fear in losing something, without having something to live for, you there you, you don't even live properly. <laughs> like, That's let's true. say yeah, then you're you're yeah. just gonna be like eh. That that's why he couldn't conquer the the pit in the beginning because he was he was so calm that yeah I'm not gonna die yeah it's just a jump I can try mm. it later I can do this so you need to have the small fear in your mind in your, your exam that's that's with the retakes you, when you're all in in your exam when you go all in of course in this case you still have the retakes but when you every single exam you think of it as your last you say this is my last jump I jump this pit I'm gonna go to the next one but if I don't jump this it's gonna be horrible. I'm not saying this to, you know, you shouldn't be demotivated from it, but instead it should help you to push you to work even harder, even, even harder to just, you know, pass your boundaries and just become such a hard worker that you can actually pass the exam that was scaring you so much. That's true. So I think that is the theme of this podcast. Retakes retakes are the rope and the without the rope, aka without the retake. I'm not saying you know you should just uh, rely on the retakes. Like okay, fuck it, I'm gonna go all in, go for the retake. No, <laughs> the point is that you do the exam uh-huh. thinking of it as a retake. That there's nothing else except for that. Yeah, that's true. If you manage to do that. Yeah. So today's episode podcast. name. Yeah. Episode podcast episode name. I don't know the episode name, I'm but I, I kind of, the I kind of, yeah. The theme is like befriending the your fears. Befriending your fears. Fears in the hole. <laughs> fears in the hole. Fears in the pit. Yes. The, or the, or the call it pit of the fear. Pit of, uh, yeah, pit of fears. <laughs> pit pit fears. of fears. <laughs> well, fear is certainly a theme here. Yeah. And uh, it's actually meant in a good way for once. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's important because a lot of people w- uh, like think like, oh, I need to be overcome the fears. But that movie, that's why I love the trilogy because it, yeah. it covers so many interesting things. And I'm not people, people who relate to the Joker, please don't, don't talk about anything. You, you guys are 
dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry, but people who like I like that, them though. I, I think I'm okay. I, I can go for like an hour of ranting people who just who love the movie because of the Joker. However, <laughs> let's, this let's, podcast is yeah, not the podcast is not about that. We'll have a separate. Let's have an episode about movies. One oh day. my god, let's do another <laughs> podcast on movies. Now, we'll do we'll do a separate episode maybe of the movies of what you should watch and what you shouldn't. Oh yeah, for motivation. <laughs> what you should. Yeah. How about none and study instead? True, <laughs> but that. Yeah. But at the same time, wh- by saying this, we're contradicting ourselves because we're saying, "Look at other things around you that can help you motivate." You're like, mm. okay, no, 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 just sit down and study. Inspiration, <laughs> maybe. But maybe, anyways, man, actually, it was a great episode. It was Thank a great you. episode. I Thanks, hope you man. all enjoyed it. Yes. If you didn't, then I'm really sorry because yeah. y- it's really sad for you. <laughs> sad <laughs> people. Sorry. No. I'm yeah, joking. yeah. I'm really just joking. I really hope you all enjoyed yeah. it. If you've watched all the episodes, thank you a lot. Thanks if you so haven't, much. then check them out, people. What, yes. what are you waiting for? Yes. Try There's them out. They're all. They're all like this. Maybe yeah. even better. I feel like maybe even better. <laughs> yeah. Although we're building yeah, up it's, pretty good. It's gonna get. It's gonna get even even more better. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we have a lot of plans for the future. A lot of episodes coming up. We're gonna have a lot of things coming up and. Stick uh, stick with us. You're gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. Also a lot of movies. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, anyway. I have the darkness. Oh, Dude, it's 48 cringe. minutes. I'll see you, everyone. I'll great see you, podcast. people. Great. Thank, Thank you all. Have a great week. Have a great month, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>